On this episode of the 520 Collective Podcast, we're talking with C. Micah and Rob Redeem, the host of the Not the Same Podcast, as well as looking at the line between God and country, Christianity and patriotism. Let's go. Hey, yeah, message heavy. Don't prompt show. They not ready. Race against the time like four wheels and hands ready. Keep it steady. Beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth in the light. Throw confetti. Yeah, message heavy. Don't prompt show. They not ready. Race against the time like four wheels and hands ready. Keep it steady. Beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth in the light. Throw confetti. Just the flip of the watch. It's game time. Game time. Game time. Just the flip of the watch. It's game time. Game time. Just the flip of the watch. It's game time. Game time. Five twenty collective. Listen every day, or get robbed. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, you tapped into Five Twenty Collective podcast. It's indie Christian culture, and I'm your host Eric Boston. With me, as always, my guy Zero for Hire. What's good, dude? It's good. Dude. It is the uh, July. It is Fourth, July. You know what that means. It uh Independence Day. Uh and the day when nope, everyone um the month where everyone is mad. Yes, all closer and closer, closer. Closer, closer. Um Major League Baseball All Star game. Is that this one? Yeah, man. Come on now. Come on, son. I today's the day where the um if you leave milk and cookies out on your uh garbage can the, the trash man will take all your pride month decorations away for you oh wow too wow. soon i i'm <laughs> i don't know man the way the things are rolling dude who knows but okay let me try that again <laughs> if you leave milk and cookies out captain america will leave an ar-15 under your oh flag. my goodness let's talk about 520collective.com shall we <laughs> Oh yeah, 520collect.com where you can check out everything indie Christian culture, including music, new music, and artists. If you want to get your music on the site, make sure you go to that submission page and send us your music so that we can get it on there because as hard as we try to pay attention and know what all is dropping, it doesn't always work. Um we don't catch everything believe it or not so go to 520clip.com send us your music check out news podcasts all the great stuff we've got on there as well and join our twitter community so there's a fantastic reason for you guys to be part of our twitter community uh and that is you guys get early notification on what is happening around the platform including when we're doing stuff like recording the podcast or we're hosting Twitter spaces, whatever we got going on. We try to let you guys know early. You get exclusive tweets and content on there. So join it. Help us out. That'd be awesome. Yeah, man. So, you know, it is a, uh, you know, stuff does change once July hits, man. That's, I don't know. What happens when you go directly from first to third gear? Right. (laughs) Oh my goodness! So let me ask you this: What was the what was the fourth like for you, man? What, what what was the celebration like? Or maybe you didn't celebrate? I don't know. You tell me. It was super chill. Like we went down to the um, we went to the park where there is uh, the city did the fireworks, and um, you know everybody came down and they were sitting around a baseball field, and parents had uh, like bottle rockets and sparklers for their kids, and the uh, 
<clears throat> police told the parents not to light bottle rockets because they're projectile explosives. And then the fire department said, don't light sparklers because the grass might catch on fire because we hadn't had rain for a few days. And then some guy told me I couldn't park where I was gonna. So, but other than all of that, it was super chill. Yeah, yeah. We were out in the middle of nowhere on my in-laws property. They have like 50 something acres, so we could do whatever we wanted. You know, we, we cooked out. We lit off all kinds of fireworks. But the day before, July 3rd, we actually went to my brother and sister-in-law's church. And it was very much what I expected for the day before the 4th of July. But it was also interesting. And I wanted to talk about it with you on the podcast because... Wait, wait. You said is what you expected, but you also it was, said interesting. It was what I was expecting, but... Problematic. But... The thing is, is is it sad that I was expecting it to be this or not? That's the question. So it was very much like a history lesson, right? It was all about the founding of the country. And I get it. Um, we have maybe, maybe it's sad that we have to remind ourselves that this country was founded on biblical principles. I don't know. There's also some other things where I don't feel like fits in the church setting, right? Like all the songs. So this wasn't like a huge flex service, like, yo, we started this country. We're the church. Um, I mean, not that particular church, but like in general, the church. Maybe. I mean, I think it's just one of those things where, um, and you even see it, you, you see it happening just in, in politics in general, right? Where um, Christianity and conservatism and re the Republican Party, all these things are getting blended into one, you know, it's like they're, they're all just one thing instead of separate entities right it's yeah yeah like politics is the new pop culture yeah and so that's what that's kind of what we were seeing here is like this blending of uh faith the, the idea of faith and country right faith and faith and patriotism you know we were talking about like where is that line between christianity and patriotism and i think there is a line is the thing but i want to talk about it with you because, I mean, like I said, I went into this church service and it was not hymns, not worship songs. It was all patriotic music, basically, that day. The the national anthem, God Bless America. I mean, any any of those patriotic songs that you can think of that happens to include God in the lyrics, they, they those were the songs that were being sung, right? And I'm not trying to say that the church shouldn't have interest in the country, right? Uh, that that's not what I'm saying. But you're gonna say that. No, but I think there. <laughs> but I think I think there's some things that we need to remind ourselves about, and maybe some lines that we don't need to cross in that relationship between God and country. And so let me start off with this uh, quote: As far as it comes to Christians and being Americans, we should be good citizens up to the point where we can no longer be good Christians. What do you think of that? And, and what do you think of just the role of Christians in American society. Let's start there. I don't disagree, uh, but I think that that is kind of a lazy approach to the topic of uh, how Christians should intertwine with their country. So there's, so there's how way, do you view it's that? way too loose of a of a. Well, I guess I think how, it's way too. I guess how do you, how do broad. you view how do you view that as far as like that responsibility or the way that Christians should intertwine with their role as citizens okay well as our role as citizens um that's much more specific than than what we're talking about actually it's less specific but 
But in terms of just how Christians are to relate with the country, I think we have some pretty clear scripture. Well, I shouldn't say clear because it's often misinterpreted. The scriptures that tell us to, you know, like pray for our leaders so that we can live peacefully. The problem that I see, at least, is the country getting put on a pedestal that at the very least is equal to God. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Um, as far as demonstration that that has yet to be discussed, I think that was part of the reason I want to talk about it. But as far as uh, but going back to the scripture, the Bible tells us that we should live peaceably and uh, we should pray for our leaders that we should be able so we can live live peacefully. And I think that a lot of people think that that means per, um, like be peaceable no matter what your government does. I don't I don't I don't see that the same way. I think well, like, we're supposed to be proactively praying for our our leaders and politicians so that so that we can live peaceful lives because if you wait until you're like you're not able to live a peaceful life and then you start like it's already too late so like the situation that we're in is a little bit dicey because we have so many corrupt and uh, treasonous politicians that need to be ejected and impeached and so it, it, from from a perfect world standpoint i think christians in general should be praying that the government We'll leave them alone so that they can worship, so that the government will do the right thing, will do the godly thing, and we should be proactive about that. Well, I think you're, yeah, you know, I, I totally agree with you as far as like as Christians, we should be praying for those that are in roles of authority when it comes to the government, right? Regardless, you you don't like the person, you like the person, whatever, you should be praying for them, right? Because they're in that role. But in terms of like active roles we should be actively opposing evil on all fronts all the time and we should be actively supporting good in the same way so if your government is good support them if your government is evil oppose them but i think what happens is people start opposing and forget about the first part forget about even while you are opposing the bad things you still need to be praying for them regardless yeah now and that's and that's in prayer we're not talking about worship even we're just talking about prayer but i would like to look at this concept of and this goes along with what we're saying we often talk about intercessory prayer so we're praying on behalf of our countrymen we're praying on behalf of our neighbors on and we're praying that they would get right with god the question that i really was wrestling with this week is is it appropriate to worship corporately on behalf of our countrymen or beside our countrymen as a nation and i did come to some conclusion after some some discussion with people on that front but that was a it turned out to be a totally different question uh, unpack that just a little bit more okay so i'm an american i pray for my leaders and i pray on behalf of my countrymen because my country means something to me the same way that like these people who say like you shouldn't be patriotic are the same people that were like, I'm doing this for my city in literally in their songs or their whole attitude is oriented toward their alma mater or their neighborhood or their sewing club or their sports team or their like they people hold allegiances and then they act like they don't. That's just silly. Like the country is super dope and I hope that the country continues because I would not want to live in any other country on this planet point blank end of story and for people to act like 
it's a nuanced thing. Like I think they're just looking for a reason to diminish that quality. Yeah, I the don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there, sit here, and say that you shouldn't be patriotic or you shouldn't care about your country. Like that's. But not a lot of people would say that, and I'm like, dude, take a trip to Canada, go to the UK, go to Australia, some of these other English-speaking first-world countries, and see how much you like it. You won't, unless you're like a godless pagan or something. However, there is a few things I see within the church, you know, the American church that we need to be careful with, and that is placing the love of country on an equal playing field to God. Right? We're we not got, talking we be, about that. We got to be careful with that. We also, got, we also got to no, be... No, there's, there's steps before you get there. We don't pray to the country. We don't seek counsel from the country. The Bible actually talks about seeking counsel from ungodly men or from the wicked. And we recognize that the government itself is made up of wicked men. And most of the country is made up of pagans that still have to be led to Christ. So we're not we're not viewing it the same way. I think the real conversation is, should we be using patriotic worship in our corporate worship? I don't think it has anything to do with our, our identity. Our identity, is, uh, the country you're from is a part of your identity, just like everything else. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't give a side eye to the guy who's wearing a Lakers jersey, unless you just really hate the Lakers. But you, it depends on how you view that as well, right? No, pastors talk about sports from the pulpit way more than they talk about their country. So, no, I don't think it's different. No, I think whenever you're talking about we're, us being from this country, right? I think it depends on how do you view it. Do you view that as your identity or do you view that yeah, as... Yeah, just like being black is part of my identity. It's, a mutable, it's an immutable characteristic, but it's still part of my identity. But at the, en see why at the end of the day, though, is it? Because it, it, the reality of it is, as a believer, we are a resident here. For, for the time being, right? This isn't our home. This isn't where uh, we're, we're from. Now we're getting metaphysical. But it's now not. We're getting, it, we are because we're talking about a spiritual existence in the same way that we're talking about a physical existence. Like the, our residence as the church. But what is, is Paul? What is, what is, where does Paul tell us? He says, where, is he, where does he say our citizenship lies? Paul says our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So let me, let me while we're here. because. Yeah, Philippians 3.20. Philippians 3.20. I was listening to John Piper talk on his podcast, and he just was, you know, he kind of was reiterating, like, you know, we are sojourners on this earth it, for, for those who have put their identity in Christ, right? Because that's ultimately where our identity is, right? It so It says that he will, that our Savior will transform the body of our, so that whole part about our citizenship isn't even the whole statement. He said, He's saying, oh, I got to go back because this is Paul. We got to go way back to 18. And he says, nope, you got to go back to 17. Brethren, join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. For many walk of whom I often told you and now tell you, even weeping, he was weeping as he's writing this, that they are enemies of the cross. So this is this is in relation to whoever he was talking about before that. It says, "For our citizenship is in heaven, and we so equal wait for the Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of His glory, the, by the exertion of power that He has, even to subject all things to Himself." So it's possible he might be talking about government at that time because he was being persecuted and he was about to be put to death and paul also 
had a very real a very real connection with his with his countrymen as well right i mean he talks in in romans about uh he wished he could a curse and be cut off from christ for the sake of his brothers and his kinsmen according to the flesh right so that, yeah but he, at he, the he, same time he, he remembers real quick that he's a roman when it's politically uh expedient for him because that's when he appeals to caesar and that's where we get the letter of philippians where he lives to an old age waiting to be uh set to trial so that's why i don't that's why i always push back on the language like somehow patriotism needs to be thrown out the window because I, well i'm not saying it needs to be thrown out the window I, I i think we need to unblur the line though and i and i, I do don't see it. how it's blurred well i mean i we still haven't gotten there okay i can tell i just tell, can tell you from from my personal experiences setting in conversations hearing people that are you know professed believers in christ and talk they talk about america as if it is god's chosen nation and the fact that well, there is you ever not. press in on that like ask them do they think that their citizenship of america will somehow equate to righteousness or get them into heaven or anything like that like is that what they believe <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that they believe that but they put a very high value on it it has a higher importance than maybe it should that's all i'm simply saying it sounds like this church definitely had an inappropriate reverence for the country when they were deciding to do a history lesson when they should have been preaching the gospel but let's hear more about that yeah so well i mean yeah that's what it was you know the um they had the youth you know reading different stuff you know different documents you know whether it was parts of the declaration or articles of confederation or whatever they had you know the the youth that were holding the american flag and the and the christian flag and they did uh pledges to both of those which i have my own feelings about pledging to a flag period it'll be a different episode <laughs> right it's just well, it definitely sounds like uh there was some uh negligence on behalf of the elders or the leaders of the church who should have had enough common sense to recognize this is an after church program that they're performing during service and I don't want to like. No, go, I'm going to go there. Well, I'm I mean, to, I'm just saying I don't go there on a regular basis, or I don't know enough to know, you know, what may or may not have been happening, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. So I mean, there, there's there's definitely stuff that I noticed even just from being in there for a couple hours. I was like, um, yeah, I don't know. Anytime that we start to assert our identity during worship, we're way out of line already. You know, me worshiping God as a black man is already inappropriate. Corporate worship is just, we're just worshiping God because he is holy and because he is to be revered. Anything outside of those boundaries is inappropriate. Well, and I think going back to your question of can we worship on behalf of somebody, I, I don't see how. I get, you know, trying to intercede in prayer, but interceding in worship, no, no that's a very much a personal experience. Yeah, right? that was the question it's, that it's I was pursuing. And I got, I don't want to say I got rebuked, but I did get a good lesson in the process of trying to gather information for that and it comes from a deficient a deficient knowledge of the reverence for god that we're supposed to have during corporate worship but in terms of like the church being like members of the church being very patriotic and and pushing people into patriotism if they are going to take that route they really need to understand jesus said you can't serve two masters so you either either god is your high master or your country is your high master and you need to decide how you're going to engage with the other sphere accordingly 
because they can't be blended. Go back to that quote that I used at the beginning where it talks about being a good citizen up to the point where we can no longer be good Christians. It, do, it does make sense to me. If we if we go so far, if we're so bought into and our identity is so wrapped up in I'm an American and that's more important than anything, then at some point we're going to hit that place where we're no longer fulfilling what we're called to do as Christians, right? And, and I also think that what we're seeing a lot of, you know, I used to like have a problem with hearing this term American Christianity because I, I, I just don't think I had my head really wrapped around it. But now I see it more and seeing why that term exists. And I think some of this that we're talking about is results of this idea of American Christianity and where we're God's chosen and he's blessing America. And yeah, no, God's going to bless those that are, you know, sticking to what they're called to do. I don't think I don't see that so much as American Christianity, this whole like good old boys thing. That's an extension of redneck culture. I don't think American Christianity, you know, quote unquote, is the same. What what people mean when they say that, I, I, I usually hear them talking about mainline evangelicalism. You know, like the the stuff that we were making fun of from that movie last week. There's a book called Black Rednecks and White Liberals. And it's about that topic specifically about the the um, culmination of the not the culmination, the culturing of the South and how they got started in America and how it was very, very different from a lot of the other immigrants that came over to the country around that time. And he makes distinctions from like the Jews and the Germans and a lot of different European countries versus uh, people that came from a specific region. And that's kind of what turned into that whole like southern gentleman with a bad attitude that'll get into a fight for no reason and goes to church and drinks whiskey and all that so that that's what literally called redneck culture i think we also gotta be careful with our faith should influence our politics but we we run into i think seeing people letting politics influence faith not just in the conservative you know christian side of things i think when we really look at it you know there are people who are not believers right now that maybe could be if they you know got out of the nonsense that Washington pushes on the, this country as a public school teacher right, I'm seeing a generation and it's not just school age generation I think there's you know the 20 something generation um, where this has really affected them where uh, they've heard this message from the left and, and from liberal media and stuff so much you know an attack on faith right where they don't believe in any kind of faith and i would love for them to all become christians and follow jesus but at the end of the day i'm almost to the point where just believe in something but politics when we're putting it first it causes you know a lot of people to not have faith in anything at all so where's the foundation you know what what's your moral compass i think you have a very um dis distinct and um, defined anti-religion forming in modern America. And one of like, like the devil of their religion is the old school American redneck Christian. And, and it's amalgamated with the big Eva Hillsong Christian. You take those two, all the silliness of those two camps and meld it together. And that gets stamped as your Christian conservative. 
and that's your devil. When we look at it, there's no denying, we've talked about it plenty, about the issues and kind of the division and needing to fix this and getting back to true unity for Christian culture to succeed. Is it fair to say that politics is a major influence on the division that exists within Christian culture at this point? No. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with it's that. Doc, it's it's doctrine. I'm not saying it's the. I'm not saying the end all be all. But I'm I saying am. it's. I'm saying it's. If, a, I, I, I I believe it's a major impact of what's happening in the church. It's a factor, but I don't think it's the major factor. It's largely, and and in my opinion, mostly doctrine. And and again, I say I don't think it's wrong to be patriotic. My thing is, is where do you draw the line? Because I think there's got to be a line to it. So let, let's talk about that line just for a second. I think we can both agree that there is a division somewhere between Christianity and patriotism. It's just a matter of where and how blurred is that line right now. Is, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that because I can see there are some areas where I would draw that line very clearly. So how, as a culture, do we better define that line so that we can go out and fulfill the purpose of a follower of Jesus. Okay, that's I think that's unfair uh, qualifiers. I'm not sure um, what that qualified, but okay. As a follower of Jesus, like to reach to do things for the purpose of reaching people with the gospel significantly reduces my options. Um because it's going to be the same thing all the time, preach the gospel. That's the only answer I can truthfully give you and some people would would say like all everything that you do should be under those pretenses okay but so let me rephrase it and say how do we how do we do better at making sure we're not crossing the line to where our role as believers suffers okay that's that's fair um paul does warn us against factions and i guess in this case patriotism would qualify uh, our patriotism or political allegiance or anything like that should at best be used as an identifier other people to understand your positions politically and socioeconomically maybe even culturally like socioculturally like I'm not going to invite you to the gay club because I know that you have a certain proclivity or I might invite you to the gay club because I know you have a certain proclivity like only I think those identifying qual factors are the only appropriate use for that. But if we are um, we are also an expression of gratitude toward God, I think is also appropriate because of the things that we're genuinely grateful for. I think that's also a, a, a good reason for our you know patriotism or political allegiance or anything like that. That's really all it's good for. It's to say, this is this is the kind of stuff I'm into, and I'm really grateful for God for these things. But anything more than that, when it's like bleeding too much into your personality, I would say is bleeding too much into your personality, and those things should be identified by your knowledge of the will of Christ in your life. That should be your main identifiers in your personality. Like, it's not the music you like. It's not the kind of clothes you wear. Like, that's that's arbitrary stuff. It's the kind of person you are should be dictated by Christ. So if you let your political affiliation 
or the nation that you live in determine how you read the Bible, you've already screwed up. Everything that is that is related to your identity should be first rooted in Christ and then built on the type of person that Christ crafts you into. And ultimately, that should look like an image of Christ that happens to like hip hop and wear baggy jeans or whatever. It, the, the core person you are is based on scripture, is based on Christ. And then all of the political stuff that you decide, that's based on your level of wisdom and intelligence and how you interpret scripture and things like that. It might be wrong in some cases, but at least it's fair if you're if you're using that formula. Yeah. So let us know what you think. I mean, we know that this is stuff that is out there. It is talked about basically every day, right? Uh, society is all over the place, but how are we going to improve Christian culture unless we start talking about this as a group and we start figuring some of these things out, right? And, and figure out where we stand. Because it's one thing to know where you stand individually, but I think we start seeing change when we come together. Let us know what y'all think, man. Like, go to the website, hit the comments, go to the Discord, jump in the conversation. Let us know. Where's that line for you between Christianity and patriotism? What does it look like? And what do we need to be aware of? So, Zero, man, we got a Industry Insider interview coming up next after the break. Uh, and this month... Who are we talking to this month? So, we got C. Micah and Rob Redeem. They are the host of the Not The Same podcast. Man, really cool podcast, man, where they talk about all kinds... Of, dude, they, they do so much with their show, dude. I mean, it's... Uh, you know, they talk music, they talk faith, they talk sports, they have... A Bible study on there. I mean, all kinds of stuff, man. So really cool. I've listened to that podcast. Have you? Weren't you a guest on their podcast I, once before? I've been on there a couple of times. Yeah. So super cool, dudes. Excited to have them on the show. So make sure you stick around after the break and check out the Industry Insider interview with our guys, C. Mike and Rob Redeemed, and we will catch you next month. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Aaron Cole, and you're rocking with 520 Collective. Keep it locked. Artist, what is the key to getting your music to your target listener? Making sure that your catalog is available where people are listening. Trackstars is helping independent artists do just that with Nectar Distro. Sign up for Nectar today to have your music delivered for you to all the major digital streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, SoundCloud, YouTube, and much, much more. Go to 520collective.com slash Nectar, that's N-E-C-T-A-R now, to sign up and keep 100% of your royalties along with all of your music rights. With monthly payouts, comprehensive reports, especially tools like the single maximizer and account management services, along with a dedicated team that understands your needs as an artist, it really is hard to beat what Nectar Distro and Trackstars bring to the table. So hit up 520collective.com slash Nectar to get started now. Hey everyone, this is Darius Mullen with some Wavemaker picks for the month of June. First up, we've got Skate by Shiwan in Wee's The Satellite Kid, the perfect track for driving in the summer heat. June 17th brought us Masterpiece by Prisms, the hip-hop artist associated with Streetlight's Bible. And of course, I'd be remiss not to mention the new album by Intellect, Living Weapons. 
Next, we've got a couple of collaborations. Title Loan, a high-energy song by Levi Parker and Miles Minnick, as well as In My Heart, the new collab between FLF and producer Oso and featuring New Tone. These are just a few of the releases that made waves in June 2022, so remember to visit 520collective.com and look out for our Wavemaker Awards at the end of the year. Catch you next time. Hey guys, I want to say thank you for listening to the 520 Collective Podcast. This month's Industry Insider interview is coming up in just a moment. Before we listen in, make sure to check out 520collective.com. It is the home for indie news and faith-based hip-hop. Follow us on social media, including Twitter and Instagram at 520 underscore co. Also, to get exclusive content, hit up our Audio Mac account where you'll find extended interviews, playlists, and more. Let's jump into this month's interview. Welcome to this month's Industry Insider Interview, brought to you officially by Bookkeeper247.com. What's good and welcome to the Industry Insider Interview here on 520 Collective Podcast. Big shout out to our sponsor, The Bookkeeper 24-7. Hit them up at tbk247.com. And joining me right now on the 520 Collective phone line is my guys. They're not the same. They got a podcast. See Micah, Robert Dean. What's good, fellas? Yo, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? Yo, man, this has been this has been a, a minute in the making right here, getting you on the podcast. I know we've been talking, and for whatever reason, I, I'll, I'll take the blame for it, man. I dropped the ball on getting you on here, and here, but here we are. Here we are, man. I'm excited. I, mean, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say it was our fault, but then I was like, no, nah, that sounds better saying it's your fault. So yeah, we'll take that. It does, man. I'm used to it. So you guys can blame me for whatever you want to blame me on. You know what I'm saying? So. Man, for for anyone listening doesn't know the, these right here, the, these these gentlemen are the homies, man. Like, uh, you know, been supporters of Five Twenty for as long as I can remember, and then being able to see what you guys have done with your show, the Not the Same podcast, um, it's been inspiring, man. Uh, I love seeing the growth, and you know, just want to talk about it, you know, because uh, here's the thing: both of you guys are artists as well right and um i know you're still making music but man the the podcast is really really taking off for you guys how has that balance been for you as far as creating musically and getting this show you know to keep growing and and build that momentum that you've built um actually the show if i'm gonna be honest about it i think the show actually motivates it because i know that you know, every week we're on we're on the air and we're saying that we're podcasts and we're artists. It motivates me and gives me that drive to want to continue to do music so that people do know, hey, we're out there. Because for some, they've never heard any of our music. So it's like an introduction, if you will. I also can say the encouraging part about doing a podcast and, you know, doing music is that a lot of our listeners, they don't know a lot about CHH music. Although we play it every week, they'll just say, oh, that song is dope. They may not look at it as Christian rap because it's just dope to them. You know what I mean? So, and the only time they've heard of any would be one of ours. They'd be like, oh, that's Rob and C. I like that. That's Christian rap, you know? So that's kind of good too, but it's also another pressure because they'd be like, hey, we want to hear more from you. We're fans of you, you know? So that's kind of put the fire to me and Rob to keep stuff going. More so me, because Rob is rolling, but me, to help myself, too, to keep it going. 
Yeah, man. And, and you know, I think you're seeing more artists kind of venture into whether it's the podcasting space or creating YouTube channels or critique shows, interview shows, whatever. You know, you're starting to see more artists get involved in other creative areas that are related to the music side of stuff, man. What have you guys seen that's just been, you know, some of the positives, some of the the big pluses for you guys jumping into uh, the podcasting world? Uh, I think for me, it's just being able to give our opinions on stuff. You know what I mean? Because I'm a social media person, but a lot of times with social media, there is a nuance. There is a sarcasm. You know, you can't really get the feeling of somebody. But if there's some hot hot button topic, there's been quite a few lately in Christian rap. But we're able to give our full opinion of it and not just have, you know, 140 characters to try to get off what we're thinking for it to get misconstrued. You know, that sucks, man. Like you, it may be really need to explain and you can't because you don't have enough room on Twitter or Facebook. And, you know, obviously in, in uh, social media spaces, trolls just, live and breathe all the time so on our you know for us to do it on our podcast no it won't be nothing misconstrued i heard they were saying that no nah, there's video <laughs> there's a record you know exactly what we meant when we said that and for me that's a blessing you know what i'm saying because it's just you know i think i think we should have that free space to say our opinions positive or negative yeah and um for c like he's more so in more so involved on Twitter than I am. Like I'm, I'm, I got to get my Twitter game up. But whenever we talk about these topics on the show, it's my genuine response because I haven't seen nobody's opinion about anything half the time. I may see the, I may see the headline or I may see the topic, but I never go down the stream to see what people's opinions are. So when you see us on the show, like she just said, I'm not worried about characters or being influenced by the masses. This is my genuine response to it. It's our genuine response to it when we talk on those hot, hot topics. Yeah, man. And, you know, I want to, you know, there's, there's plenty with uh, the podcast I want to talk about. But, you know, see, since you brought it up, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it on you right now, man. I'm, we'll, we'll see. We'll just, we'll just throw it out there, man. We're, we're going to get real for a minute. You talked about how there has been plenty of things happening around CHH. And it seems like there's always plenty of things happening around CHH to talk about, right? I guess, first of all, just like for you guys, like, is there a process or um, like a guideline that you have to figure out, hey, yo, we're willing to hit on this particular, what we'll say, controversy is happening or like, how do you go about deciding, like, oh, maybe we're going to stay out of this one? Like, like, what's your guidelines whenever it comes to what you're going to cover and what you won't? Honestly, we never want to shy away from discussing certain things. When it's marriages, that's difficult because we're married men, right? So if it's something, some type of drama, and I'm not going to put names to nothing, you know what I'm saying? But we'll just say if it's some type of drama involving a marriage, it's hard to speak on it because you don't want to come off just only the male side. I'm a male. You know what I'm saying? Rob is a male. And you want to give credence to the female side. Also, we never know the whole picture or whatever's being reported. Right? So you can only respond to what you know about it. So we have to be led on it. A lot of times, man, honestly, whatever is a hot button topic, we give it a week. Then we'll say something. Mm -hmm. Because you never know what's going to happen in that week. And then within that week, the Lord may be like, nah, don't even touch it. 
and be like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll leave it alone. Or if not, he'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to go in. And we're going to go in and say what we're going to say. They never want to be disrespectful. You know, we're not here for shock value or trying to be any type of TMZ type thing. But we also want to be able to give an opinion from, you know, our natural opinion and a biblical opinion. Both of them. I, I say both. Because some of it is just, okay, straight up, this a man talking. <laughs> the other one is, a, hey, you know, this is what the words say. And both both opinions we feel is important to a whole lot of subjects. Has doing the show impacted the way you view the like Christian hip hop space in general? Mm. I'll tell you this again. I, I think the fact that you know, C and I have jobs. Like we, we we're not on the. Uh, it's kind of what he just said a moment ago when he said we're so far removed from worrying about offending someone who don't want to do a feature with us. Like that, we have full time jobs. If I if C doesn't bring to my attention some of the artists is going on now no disrespect if any artists ever hear this hear this um interview because <laughs> i don't want to make it seem like i don't pay attention to the artists because if you watch the show you will see in a heartbeat i'll say oh that's already on my playlist oh this is going on my playlist so i listen but i'm not so far in christian rap slash chh that i know every little detail of what's going on right now so I hope that kind of answers your question. I think we just we just move, man. Like the way we move is not the same. Like honestly, it's really not the same. So let's just talk about how the podcast kind of came together, man. Like like how did that start? Who had the idea? And what were those kind of initial first steps for you guys? I'm not. I think maybe I had the idea, but I'm not sure. We probably talked about it mm-hmm. a year before, and we just tossed it out because what we notice here, we, we're from St. Louis. If everyone don't know. Well, as we notice here in St. Louis with a lot of artists, wasn't a whole lot of sports fans, right? But me and Rob, like, we both live, we don't want to say live and die, but we just eat and breathe sports all the time. You know, we have our favorite teams. We talked about it. And we was like, man, you know, this would be cool on the podcast. And what really prompted it and set the fire to is when the pandemic happened, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was like, yo, we're going to be in the house anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? To, the, to a degree, both of us still work most of the time, but I'm just saying the world in general is going to be in the house anyway. <clears throat> what time better than now than to try to go on and jump into this? And we had zero idea it would ever get to this. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bruh, I mean, our first podcast was like, we both, I think Rob was in the kitchen, I was in the kitchen, we had, you know, and no hate to levels of wherever you are as a podcast, but we'll just say this, we just using our laptop, you know, to the point of now, you know, we phone, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we wasn't worried about backdrops or, you know, the way the camera looked or, you know, uh, best to fit. We weren't thinking about none of that. We just like, right. yo, we live. And, you know, I found a way to be able to go live and we just jumped into it. We was like, okay, we're going to see what's going to happen. What me and C realized because of what he said a minute ago, we we're in St. Louis. And it's not a lot of artists um, who like sports the way him and I do. So what we noticed when we would do sports, our our viewership would drop. So we we kind of we we switched it because at first I think we were doing faith segments, sports, then music, but then it would get to sports and everybody would go, and then we switched it up. Like she had the idea, okay, we're gonna put sports last, and people would tune in for both the faith and the music and then sports would drop off where others 
the sports fans wouldn't come on until the sports came on. Do you guys have, you personally, did you guys have like a particular segment that was you were a little more partial to that you enjoyed doing a little bit more than the other? Or was it like you guys were just so into all of it that you were like, I, I, we can't do this show without having you know, the music in there, you know, it couldn't just be a sports show. Like, like what you enjoy just as host of the show. I say I enjoy everything, like everything. And really the only, the, the main reason we, let me say this about enjoying everything. Like I think both of us, it's almost like, it's almost like our own therapy in a good way though. You know what I'm saying? Cause like we had like one week where we didn't do it. We all, we both like, Hey man, what we, we ain't right you know a lot of people don't do podcasts that often but for us it's like a getaway anyway when we first started we didn't have segments we just did everything together and the show was like an hour and a half two hours and we learned you know just from trial and error like okay that's too long you know even if we had like uh we consider this guy a legend i know you've had him on your podcast before eric uh k drama we feel like he's a legend in this space our mind, we just let, let the legend talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, they drama, I mean, it was like two hours and a half. And it's like, hey, that was cool. But every show couldn't be like that. So we was like, okay, we need to break this up in the segment. And I got that because both of us, me and Rob, watch ESPN all day. Shameless plug to them. But we watch that type, them type shows, them or the other stations too, all day. Whether it's debate shows or whatever, they don't stay on the topic the whole time. Because at that time, we would get on a topic. It's like, okay, I'm going to ride this. We're going to ride this joint out till this milk dry. <laughs> you know, nobody's talking about we still pushing it. It's like, okay, it's better to switch it and go into stuff. And as for having the music, there was never a point we weren't going to have the music in it because we're musical artists. So our whole goal was to always to highlight the music and more so even highlight artists that everybody don't know. We wanted to do that too because us, Personally, I always felt like we are the artists people don't know. And we more, we probably have more people know us than what we think. But in our minds, we always like, man, folks don't really know us or whatever. I wish we would have had this platform that would, you know, that would uh, play us without a lot of shucking and jiving, so to speak. <laughs> Guys, again, on the phone line with me, it's C. Mike and Robert Dean. The not the same podcast here on 520 Collective. Uh, make sure you go check them out, guys. Where do they, um, before we talk a little bit more on some other things here, uh, where, where do they find you guys? Where do they follow and support all that good stuff? Well, you can hit us up. Um, we on um, Facebook, not the same podcast. On IG, we're not the same podcast. On Twitter, we're not the same pod. Um, if you put in not the same podcast, it'll still pop up. But the Twitter handle is not the same pod. YouTube, not the same podcast. Like, everything is not the same podcast. And if you put it in, even if you Google it, if you put it in, you can go to notthesamepodcast.com. Like, you'll see us and you'll see our content. You'll see previous shows. You'll see um, merchandise, etc. That's what's up. And so then again, you've got... What, run down the show times real quick as well. Every week we do... Um, on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central Time, we have the sports show. On Thursdays, we have our regular show, which is Faith and Music. Um, that's 6 p.m. as well. And every other Tuesday, we do the Not the Same Bible Study. It's not the pod it's not podcast, but not the same Bible study. And that's all at six. So every show comes on at 6 p.m. Central. 
and we run for about an hour or less unless we have a guest that's just really in their zone yeah man and you can find that uh youtube and i'm assuming some other places as well right? yeah i mean i know i watch on youtube so we're, we're, so. we're right right we're live on youtube facebook and twitter excuse me whenever we go live we're trying to get to that thousand followers on ig so we can do live on ig we'll get there though you know what i mean we're not despising small and humble beginnings right exactly <laughs> exactly and also rebroadcast on the 520 collective <laughs> 520 radio shout out right, to right, dj right. barcode and and also correct me if i'm wrong but but you guys have, have joined a sports network as well correct that is correct we also part of the mtmv network with our homie rick sincere so yeah uh, man shout out to the fam i also recently joined just for with just for with the sports uh border fuel sports which is headed up by uh, Justin Sarachek, the you know one of the head people over there, Rapzilla. So he reached out to us for that for the video content. So yeah. man, you so guys, that's too. you guys Shout are out. just everywhere right now, man. And you know, I, I know we were kind of talking, but before we got everything rolling, and I don't know, I view it like there there is a lot of people whenever you're looking at this kind of crossroads of faith and hip hop and sports. I, I see it. I see these connections, you know, with you guys, with what uh, Rick Sincere and the team has done with MTMV Sports. You're talking about Justin Sarachek, just hearing artists like in group chats and stuff, you know, talking about, you know, the NBA or whatever it may be. Like, in your guys' opinion, do you see like some commonalities there that would cause uh, these different areas of life to kind of connect? I know you guys were saying that maybe you, we don't see it as much as we see some other things but i definitely think that those connections are there like to you what is it that uh kind of brings these different aspects of life together as far as sports go in my opinion i think just the camaraderie the brotherhood um teamwork you know what i mean i know i'm saying all buzzwords that they would say at some type of conference but (laughs) it's um it's 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 just the truth i think that's what brings it all together yeah i think also too it's as an artist, Christian Christian artists, we love to say it's not competitive. But in reality, it's competitive. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And it's of the same spirit, you know, of, of the competition and you want to be the best. And for you to be the best, somebody else ain't going to be the best. It's just what it is. And a lot of people have that same feeling when it comes to sports. You know, some artists have played or they say they've played some sports. You know, everybody was the greatest when nobody could see the tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it ain't no tape, then yeah, they was awesome. Everybody was Jordan out there, or they was Elway with the with the uh, uh Brady with the pass, you know, without no tape. But I think that's what kind of brings it together is just the same competitive spirit. I see it more like I uh, people didn't hear this because this was offline, but I see it more in the sense of wrestling. You know, a lot of especially the younger CHH uh, Christian rap artists. They, they they talk about wrestling a lot, you know, a whole lot of wrestling or football, you know, but mainly wrestling. It's like I wasn't a huge wrestling fan, so don't come spew our showdown. <laughs> I wasn't a huge wrestling fan, but, you know, me personally, I wasn't a huge wrestling fan because I got I got too grown. And when I got grown, I was like, OK, this ain't real. Obviously, everybody knows it's not real, but sometimes it's fun. And the personalities is good, you know, in wrestling. I will say that a lot of them become great actors. 
you know, or at least serviceable, serviceable actors. But uh, yeah, I just think the the core, correlation is really just the competitiveness, competitiveness, and then you see it more with other uh, people. A lot of people, you know, we we're not known by a whole lot. A lot of people looking for outlets to talk about it. And if you are one of these people that's listening to this podcast, you know, hey, come check us out. Where somebody actually talk about sports and go in depth and do do homework on it. You know, if you're a sports guy like that, because I would love I when I was listening to podcasts, I was like, man, I love to hear this from a believer's perspective. But a lot of them don't deal with it. So, you know, that that's a void we're trying to fill. Well, hey, and one one uh, question I definitely wanted to ask you guys, you know, we, we talked about, you know, where you started the podcast and how it's grown and how you've leveled up there. But the same can be said whenever you're talking about some of the people that you're bringing onto the show, right? Some of your guests, some of your interviews, you talked about talking with AI, the anomaly, but even on the sports side, man, you guys have had some legends on this show, you know, Daryl Strawberry, Ozzy Smith. Um, what's some tips that you can give to people that are maybe trying to follow your lane on how to, you know, get those inroads and, and, and get some of these bigger names, you know, to want to talk to you. Cause that can always, you know, definitely that's a, a daunting thing, you know, for, for, for people is like, man, you know, I would love to talk to my favorite athlete or musician or whatever, but I have no idea how to do it. Like what, what's your advice for that? I can't really give advice. Look, this is what I'm going to say. And a lot of people think this is cliche when C and I say this. God did it, bro. Like, honestly, Daryl Strawberry um, just so happened to we went to the same church. And I built a relationship with this man based on faith, not even on sports. Hadn't seen him for years. I ended up seeing him at work. And he agreed immediately to come on the show. Ozzy Smith, that was my wife's doing. You know what I mean? Um, he a frequent flyer. My wife works for the airline. She told him, plugged it. Um, Conzo Martin, I know his mother. You know what I mean? So it's like all of this for connections and favor from God. Like, honestly, we we were still, our backdrops were still our kitchens and living rooms when we had Conzo Martin, who's the coach of the um, Mizzou Tigers. So my biggest thing would be this. Let them tell you no. I think that's the biggest thing that I'm I'm learning on my end. And then I'll let C finish up. Shoot your shot to whoever you're going to shoot it to. Um, shout out to Rick Sincere. That's one of his biggest um, uh, mottos. Shoot your shot. The only thing they can do is say no. And if you can get past the no factor, someone's bound to say yes. And and that's what I've seen. But the, the, the sports guys that we've had on, those are all through personal relationships and just finding favor and, and God opening doors. We, we wanted to do our show in a way if the if we send out an invitation to a sports guy and they are, if they are of value and we don't know them personally, you know, like some of the ones we had, we want to be able to be have a show that looks the part, right? Yeah. So that was always my thing is like, hey, if we trying to get vetted by them and they do their background, but like, oh, these guys got this. Oh, they're doing this. This is together. This, 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 and this. And that was that was another thing. It's like, okay, what I would say to someone trying to do this is like, even if you don't have a big artist yet or the big big uh athlete yet, be ready. Right? Because when you when you interview a real athlete, a high level athlete, they answer a question, they say a whole lot of words very quick because they're media trained. And you gotta be ready for that. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not gonna. It's not. A, it's not gonna be a lot of. Uh, 
And um, no, they're gonna get their thought out quick. And if you only had three questions and you and you wasn't ready for that, oh, your interview gonna be over in five <laughs> minutes. You gonna look real unprofessional. Now Rob is laughing because we, you know, we normally have six questions total between each other, and that's more than enough for someone to go in. Well, when we interviewed Mister Daryl Strawberry, I don't know. This, this was different. Yeah, yeah. This this was different. We got through them six questions like in six minutes. It's like okay, yeah, be ready because you know he he's he was a different level of interviewer. And before the interview started, oh, we thought okay, he gonna give long answers and all that. But when the lights came on, okay, it was showtime. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> hey, yeah, that that that's funny. Just piggybacking off of um, see, it was funny because like you said, before we started the interview, we were talking to um Daryl in the back. And and when we say the back, just before we went live, and all his answers and us, you know, chopping it up was long and we're laughing. And I promise you, when we went live and brought this brother in, he gave us his whole life testimony in less than five minutes and answered every single question. So yeah, we were freestyling for the rest of that interview. So um, shameless plug, go back and look at that Daryl Strawberry interview, and you'll see C and I scrambling to get more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, yeah. it, it was fantastic, man. It was fantastic. I love it. Man. Hey, thanks, man. Praise God. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. And and the other thing I wanted to ask you guys about, and that is, you know that here at 520 Collective, we are about the independent artists. And you guys were talking about how, you know, NDCHH is a... I don't necessarily want to use the word easier, but for now we're going to say it's a little bit easier for you to, to cover, you know, on your podcast because like you say, restrictions and different stuff. But the one thing you guys do is you always feature uh, some videos on your show as well, man. So if artists are listening right now and they're like, man, I would love the opportunity to get my video, my visual in front of the guys that not the same and maybe get it featured on their show. Like, what does that look like, man? Like, what do they need to do? Uh, how, how do artists get on your radar to potentially get placement on the show? So what we normally do, this is what I say first off for artists. If you got a new EP coming out and you just want to share it with us, then go for it. Go to not the same um, podcast at gmail.com and share your EP link. If you got something going, like if you're an artist and want to come on the show, have something in place. Like let it like you got an EP coming, you're doing something in your community, you got you have visuals for your songs because the one thing that we've noticed in doing our podcast is visuals are way better than just audio because our show is presented live. Now you can catch the replay via, you know, Spotify and all of your digital outlets. Um I Apple Music, etc. But when we're live, like it's it's an interactive live um, visual event. So to have your visual is key. And again, you can send those, not the same podcast at gmail.com. And just please make sure it's quality. Like we're artists ourselves. So make sure it's mixed and mastered. Make sure your video is not just by the iPhone and there's no editing. Like I shot a whole video for my cell phone. So I know what it is. But I invested in myself and had someone edited foot the footage so that it can look professional. So please don't feel like we're we're knocking you. We're not in competition with 520 the collective. We're not in competition with some of the other guys out there. So you don't have to pay us money to try to get your stuff to the top front page. That's something that we do here. 
We're just trying to uplift, you know, the name of Christ. But if the Lord leads you to send the blessing, send it on. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> but if you want, but if you want to sow a seed, <laughs> but um, I was, yeah, I was I, gonna say, I, man. I, I, mean, I was gonna say, dude. Like, I mean, if if Pete, I, like, dude, I, I'll take some money if you want to send me some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, 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 check it out. Sow the seed. Sow the seed, brother. I'm just saying. I don't want people to think just because you drop X amount of money. It guarantees you play because that's not how we do it over here. We're not the same. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys getting on the show with us. I know we, we talked about where they find the podcast. What about for you guys individually? Where do people go and support? Because, like you guys said, you you do more than just the podcast, man. So you got you got music and all that that's a part of life as well. Where do they need to follow you and show you guys love? Well, for me, on all social media, C Micah Music, C M I C A H. Yeah, that's what I'm at. Yeah, but <laughs> basically, <laughs> that's it everywhere. Um, uh, I got a website, cmichaelmusic.com. Right, uh, for me, everything is Rob Redeem. That's R-O-B-R-E-D-E-E-M-E-D. And I, I have to say it because I've been called Rob the Redeemer and some other stuff, but it's Rob Redeem. I didn't even start a TikTok. I ain't dancing, but I'm on there. Guys, go and check out the show. Like I said, the sports show on Wednesdays, the faith and music show on Thursdays, Bible study every other Tuesday, uh, YouTube and yep. Facebook and all uh, Twitter and all that good stuff. Uh, go support because these are, are guys that they're doing it for the right reason. They care about the culture. And yeah, man, I mean, that should be enough. Right, I shouldn't have to sell it any more than that. I don't think so. So yeah, man, you know, you know what it is, man. Anything we can do for you guys, we're gonna do it. And for you guys listening, we appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode podcast. Big shout out to our episode sponsors, including the Bookkeeper Twenty Four Seven. Like I said, go check them out. TBK Two Four Seven dot com, and we will catch you guys on the next pod. All right, we're so glad that you tuned in for this episode of the 520 Collective Podcast. In fact, we don't want it to end here. Make sure to join our server on Discord and be part of the growing community that's centered around faith-based hip-hop. Let us know your thoughts about the topics covered in this episode and tap into a variety of live events. Go to 520collective.com slash Discord now to join.